Coming up, readings beyond the raffle and Theoryland approved conjecture. Deep dive into the spells and scrolls of nerd culture. Absorb Stormlight. Home sympathy. Arnas, Sayadar, and Sayadin. This is Phantology. You may have heard of us. What's up, Fantasy Book fans? This is Phantology Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen, along with my lifelong friends, Ryan, Ben, and Josh. Missing Jake this month, uh, but we do have four of us here, and we are going to be talking uh, about our, our monthly competition. This is the April competition, and the topic this month is top three fools in fantasy, and we decided this could be like your court jester type fool, or it could be your lovable idiot type fool you just open to your interpretation we're going to be doing our picks for top three fools and then opening this up to twitter where anyone can jump in and then there'll be a competition throughout the month of april so if you have not participated before check us out on twitter and do that um but i guess before we get too much into that we'll kind of break the ice with some fantasy news for the month or just like what's on your guys's mind in the state of fantasy what uh what has you interested recently well, I feel like big news in my world was uh, Sanderson's Kickstarter ending and getting almost $42 million funding, which is just mind-blowing. Just but, a little but, bit. Just a little bit of money there. Yeah, seriously. I mean, the popularity that, that Sanderson has achieved and also the loyalty of his fan base, I mean, I think he definitely deserves it with his consistency and creativity and also how much of a pioneer he is showing himself to be in the ind- engineer in the industry, which, which I think is desperately needed in the publishing industry. There's, I, I think it's been the way it has been for a very long time. I mean, eBooks did shake it up for a few years, but I think it's largely kind of reached an equilibrium and hasn't stopped moving. So it's exciting to see what Sanderson is doing. Did you read the FAQ that he put out on his website about the publishing industry and why he was doing the Kickstarter and all that? I was talking to Ben a little bit about it, but I haven't read it myself. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about some of the interesting points of that. I was, I mean, obviously I would direct you to, um, to read it. He has like a short version and like a longer version, but basically like, there's a few things that he want. He's been telling the publishing industry for a few years that he really thinks is necessary, and they haven't really listened to him. The main one being that, like, if you buy a hardcover book, it should just come with an ebook. I think particularly for seems for his like books, a no brainer, right? Right. Yeah. And so that's that's nice to see. And, you know, I think he's kind of proven his point there. The second one is that Amazon controls like eighty percent of his business. You know, like eighty yeah. percent of his uh, books are purchased through Amazon, and I think it was like. 2012 or something that like they just like shut off the ability for people to buy his books i don't know why but like that like, it was a dispute with a publisher so it was for a month or something okay yeah so and that really stuck with him and so he's like I, he was trying he's kind of been looking around to see you know if that happened again what he could do and so i think those were the two kind of his like uh, his signals to the wider like publishing world that like an, a viable alternative for him. Mm-hmm. 
the Kickstarter being the signal. Yeah. So personally, I I would consider buying hardcover books a lot more if they came with oh absolutely uh, with an ebook because like most of the time I I would collect the hardcovers but I know just realistically I'm gonna read the e there's a much bigger chance that I read the ebook yeah it's just you know, more I'm, convenient I'm of, yeah I'm out and about I I have some time I bust open the ebook I read a chapter in a ten minute whatever when especially with doorstopper books right like it's one thing yeah. to like get like a paperback of like you know 300 pages and just be able to pop it in your like bag or car or whatever mm-hmm. but yeah well and, and don't get me wrong like if i'm at home i get set up i prop up this 10 pound book you know i found it find a comfortable reading position yeah i would still prefer reading the hardcover copy but realistically in my life that doesn't happen all that often versus like okay i have a quick lunch break at work that I'm not doing a million other things during. Let's see if I can read a chapter real fast. And I'm much more likely just to bust out my phone and do that. So, or Kindle or something. Also, okay. if I buy a nice, a nice physical copy of a book and I want to keep it in good condition, then I might like read it a little bit, but I definitely prefer to do most of my reading on my phone or whatever e-reader I mm-hmm. I, I, I'm using at the time just just to keep the book in good condition, which is especially important to me, you know, with like leather bound books or I mean, not that I don't even really read my leather bound books, but my, my hard copies of Stormlight Archive, especially the ones that are numbered, um, yeah. signed and numbered. I'm, I'm trying to keep those in very mm-hmm. good condition. Yeah. Jude's inheritance right there. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know that, that, yeah, that was big news. And, and I appreciate the thing that was weird to me. I was also telling this to Ryan and we can move on, but like, it's weird that he didn't have any idea that it would be that big because obviously he knows his numbers, right? Like he knows how many copies. I mean, he thought it would be pretty big, but didn't he he say more like five to 10 million? He said like five to 10 million. Yeah. But like four times, you know, like, so that tells me that that's got to tell you that like this hit a lot of new readers or got like a lot of attention from like people that he does not normally get. Right. Like, cause otherwise you would just be like, Oh, I know about a hundred thousand people bought rhythm of war. Like I would expect a similar amount to buy this, you know? Hmm. Do you think it's, you think his new readers are just a higher percentage converted that were previously fans than he thought I mean, before. If I like, if I'm him, I'm like, okay, I bet that 90% of people that just that bought rhythm of war would buy these books maybe more people bought into the higher um the higher like I think price the, points yeah i yeah. think like the average price point was like 250 or something which is crazy mm-hmm. so maybe that was the case but still i mean then you're like i don't know maybe he just thought everybody was going to do the 60 dollar tier and that's why it was four times higher than mm-hmm. what he thought but th- there's probably a certain amount of virality that he wasn't expecting you know i don't think he was probably expecting to be on like good morning america or whatever morning program yeah sure yeah like and so then people are like oh there's this huge historical doubling like twice the amount of any kickstarter that's ever been funded by this author that apparently has really diehard fans and i can get into it for you know not very much money like you know just jump on board like yeah Yeah. like you might just jump on board with you're like oh i get four i can get four books of this author that's Uh pretty good you know maybe you know somebody who's read some you've name yeah. sounds familiar I, I can see some new readers coming in just because of this hype and then yeah. being very lost in some yeah some that's a secret project like, are, are these secret projects not... the best yeah is it the best place yeah. to start with i would say the, fr- the first two are pretty good the, the first, first two one, are good yeah yeah 
hopefully they get the secret projects and they're like, okay, these books aren't coming until next year. Yeah. Oh, what else has he written? Let's start with Mistborn maybe. And yeah. Yeah. So, okay. The other piece of fantasy news that I wanted to talk about, there's this phenomenon on Reddit that's been taking place over the last like two days. Um, and it's called R dash place, not like our place, R slash place. And it's basically the whole concept of it is that you can place one pixel every five minutes and it's this blank canvas and you can place one pixel of a, of a color. Yeah. Right? Every, yeah. And there's like a million pixels, right. Is how it started off. It was like a thousand by a thousand rows and they've kind of added on to it. Anyway, fantasy community has had a great showing. There's a great one for the Cosmere. There's a great one for, there's like a Malazan. By, by one, you mean there's like sections of this canvas. Yeah. Are section, half like, different. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a hundred by a hundred pixels. That's like developed to the Cosmere that, and like, the way that this works is you have to kind of like defend your territory, right? Otherwise, like there, like the second law of thermodynamics, like is that things will devolve into chaos, and like there is no place that will represent that law greater than this experiment, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So, so you're like fending off your territory from people like coming over and taking it over. So there's like there's been a collaboration between Stormlight and Malazan. There's been a Cosmere one, and then there's been like this whole little science fiction fantasy like circle that's developed just today of like. There's like Lord of the Rings, Cosmere, mm. um, Wheel of Time, uh, and they're all kind of congregating to. So is this all being coordinated on different subreddits? Yeah. So it's there's like discords and subreddits that like people will post like uh-huh. almost like a Google sheet of said we ha- we're going to go from like this pixel to these this are pixel. the pixels we want. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Like if you've ever like crocheted before, like it's almost like a crochet pattern where like uh-huh. you know, each box is something. So, so I, I was, I'm on a tech discord, MKBHD's discord, and somebody posted a Google sheet that has the design that they want with the, with the shades filled in, like the cells are like the pixels, but then within each cell, it, it has a link to the very, to the specific cell in the R place. So you click on the link and then that takes you to the cell that you need to change that color to. That's so, so easy that an idiot could do it on this complicated (laughs) subreddit social experiment. (laughs) I yeah. literally just went on and placed a pixel and oh, I was you're trying, doing your part. Well, I was attempting to disrupt this huge pink Osu thing. Oh, I don't, that's I don't even know. I don't even know what Osu is, but I placed a black pixel and within 15 seconds it had been corrected. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't, if you, if you haven't heard of it, you should go, there's like cool time-lapse videos uh-huh. that show everything. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. So, so I guess the takeaway from this on our fantasy show is that fantasy and sci-fi culture is more and more mainstream. If you didn't know that already, that our place proves that it's yeah. really popular across At nerds. Least on Reddit. <laughs> and on Reddit, yeah. Like if you didn't, if you couldn't have guessed that already, well, it's true. Yeah, I read a comment that described redditors as cellar dwellers. So, at least among cellar dwellers, we are um, mm. we are popular. What are the other things? What like what's the if it's not all science fiction and fantasy? So what else I mean, are there like universities, sports? Yeah, universities, sports, fl- a lot of flags, um, like countries' flags. Mm. Um, there's a lot of uh, streamers will kind of like try and get people to draw pictures of their face. Um, this big picture of Kobe Bryant currently. Hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, Josh. Are, are you guys seeing my screen? Yeah. Yeah. So there's a. My million dollar idea is to take all this artwork and make bumper stickers out of it. I, I guess for the other perspective, this happened once back in 2018, uh, 2017. 
And so this was like their five-year anniversary of it. Mm. Also, fun fact is that the creative Wordle was the person that started this for the first time back in 2017. He was an oh, employee of Reddit. Talented, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is there an Elden Ring section? I did see that. Oh, right there. Right, right there. Nice. That's serendipitous. Oh, there it is. Yes, indeed. Canada has been like a meme because they like haven't been able to figure out how to draw their flag. I think I think they had figured it out, but then other people were trying to turn it into a marijuana leaf. And so <laughs> it was it was just like going back and forth. Wait, go, go back up. I see that. I see that Purdue, Ohio State. Or <laughs> yeah. no, who is that? They spelled it's, out porn. <laughs> I think porn. Yeah, who's We're the trying Ohio to avoid State? that, Stephen? R- Rutgers and Nebraska. Uh, letters yeah okay good combination there from the big 10 solid one piece showing i know daniel green and murphy napier would like that yeah what is one piece is that a it's a anime show yeah Yeah. look at look at that star wars if you look if you zoom in on star wars there's a bunch of like little among us you see josh if you like pan over to the left a little bit like all the little among us guys and like lighter shades of blue yeah i don't see it okay josh yeah right there like your mouse is basically on one oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) Wow. Ben, you are so deep into this, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very deep into this. Yeah, Ben, are you able to profit monetarily at all from any of your time spent doing this? <laughs> this this would be Ben's fun. Life. This would actually be fun to make a children's book out of this. <laughs> no, this would Which be like does that, not seem does not no, no, seem no. appropriate for children, Josh. No, 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 no. Not not a children's but but like an I spy book, like where it's like, oh, find this in this picture, and then the kid finds oh, yeah, that. Yeah. But like just have like different pages of this where you find different cultural things that'd be pretty fun after all this nonsense should we talk about uh, top three fools in fantasy sure. Heck yeah okay so who wants to get us started and let us know you know this can be this can be open for interpretation i feel like this one is not uh, not as hard and fast as some other ones so you know tell us why you think they're foolish and we should point out that this is because it's April Fool, you know, like, yeah, I, okay. I didn't get that until like somebody explained it. So April that's why we're doing Fools, this. yes, a, a fun tradition. Uh-huh. Right. I, I can go first if you guys, unless somebody else wants to. Got you got it. it. All right. Well, so the way that I picked my my characters is that they they have the appearance of fools, but they are more than they appear. And so they're, they're pretty interesting characters in all of these books. So my number three pick is going to be Iskrael Pust from Malazan Book of the Fallen. And okay. he is a priest of High House Shadow, which often gets on, uh, has some interesting dialogue. And is, his funny quirk is that he says his thoughts out loud and doesn't recognize that everybody else can hear him and so for a lot of the series you're like this guy is just a joke and then a few books later on in the series you actually see him in a fight and he can definitely uh he can definitely Hmm. deal some damage uh that's all i'm gonna say because um i think so i saw i saw him in uh yeah i saw him in dead house gates what's the next book that he's gonna show up in um I, I think he's in, he, he appears in a lot of the books, but it's probably not until, I don't know, maybe Toll the Hound or not, maybe Bone Hunters that you see him more okay, significantly. So like book, I think it's book like six. Yeah. Yeah. I could be wrong though, because it's been a while since I've read okay. those books. Um, okay. My number two pick is going to be Wit from Stormlight Archive. 
who is often he's he's kind of like the jester of Elokar's court uh, at the in Way of Kings, and he is actually a character who has some ties to the greater Cosmere, which uh, is all I'm going to say. But you don't say, really? Yeah, and okay. um, mm-hmm. I think that he is once Sanderson. Sanderson has said he'll release a book about just totally about this character's backstory, not for a long time, probably years and years, like five, 10 years, I guess, if not longer. But that's one of the books that he's writing that I'm looking forward to most because of how interesting this character has been to this point. And for my number one pick, once again, going back to the Malazan Book of the Fallen, which I guess just kind of goes to show you how well Steven Erickson writes his fools. So maybe you should, if you're, if you like these types of characters, maybe you should look into his series a bit more. But for my number one pick, it's going to be Krupa from the. It's a good pick. It's a good pick. Yeah, he's. He's very much plays the part of a fool. And a lot of times you're asking yourself, is this guy a fool or does he know what he's talking? Does he know more than he lets on? Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe he's a little bit of both, Uh, but he is, um, I feel like probably the best character that I could think of to fit this theme. I like it. The Malazan picks from Ryan plus Stormlight. Who's going to follow that up? Should I, should I go already? Go for it. I have a few, I have a few you know, contingencies if you guys were to take mine. So I can go later on unless you feel like you also have a lot. I can, I can go. Cause I do not have very many contingencies. Okay, I was well, also hoping be- I would think of better ones, but <laughs> you better jump in then. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say my like top one going down to my bottom three, cause I'm more uh, confident with my first couple. So I think the Lopin is a great kind of fool character oh it's a good one yeah very mm-hmm. light-hearted but also like mm-hmm. as as ryan says he can deal some damage you know um he's yeah probably my top my top pick um light song from warbreaker like similarly like he's kind of plays it off as very like just kind of airheady like your typical jock who uh you know maybe doesn't care about things but then like ends up doing a lot of good now I have like two that I'm not as confident about, but you know, I'll, I'll you only need one more. You only need one more. I know. Just I know. C- combine the two that you're not sure about into one really good one. <laughs> I can't. Okay. So I'm just going to stick with this one because it's, it's probably like the second fantasy series I ever read, but the fool from Farseer, I think, I mean, can you, I mean, get fits a better the definition fool than the fool. And I haven't even read like, uh, like live strip, live ship traders or whatever like i haven't read uh-huh. past that where i know he does take on a bigger role but i'm well, just like wait did how many how many robin hobb books have you read i've just read the uh, farseer trilogy so just the first three yeah oh okay well uh, he's not a big character in live ship traders just kind of okay. a just a, a cameo type character but there's still like a lot uh, of like maybe a little bit bigger but i feel like the, the, yeah bigger so fits and the fool have there's three main core trilogies that those are they are the main characters in gotcha so yeah Yeah. you haven't you haven't read too much then i I mean there's there's plenty more more. there's yeah i know that there's like i know i know enough to know how much i don't know you know about that relationship sure sure the second the second fantasy series you ever read really yeah uh 
I would say apart from Sanderson, I think I've read like more of like series from Sanderson, but like that was my first time mm. branching out from Sanderson. Oh. I do not read. Oh, I think I read name of, name of the Wind, Cosmere, like all Cosmere stuff. And then I think it was. Okay. Okay. I guess I'll go then, Steven. Sure. Go for it. I'll go last. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this pick is funny. I think people will hate it because I'm not. Anyway, Jar Jar Binks from Star Wars. <laughs> is a fool in my book it's not a fool he's a great sith lord that that could be but which would make his uh fool character even more compelling if he actually was a great sith Ooh, lord. nice, Ooh, nice turn back reverse uno right there right yeah. <laughs> but i don't know like uh you know he, he's definitely a foolish character uh but he bumbles around doing stuff that uh-huh. always uh-huh. ends up helping more than hurting probably Josh has somehow identified the one point that everybody can point to and say, this is where Star Wars started to go downhill. <laughs> well, I don't think I'm the first one to make this connection. <laughs> but yeah, uh, full character. Uh, number two, uh, Ron Weasley from Harry Potter. Uh-huh. Um, I, I think that he is a full character. I think that he's a big part of his character serves to be corrected by Hermione and serves to be comic relief and also just really ron that's a really dumb thing to do like throughout most of the series yeah whenever there's a conflict like they're ever just like have a few months to pass at school ron will just do something ron's beefing yeah he's beefing with someone all the time um but he he is also like fairly good-hearted i'd say you know there are people that are like ron haters out there that think that like he's abusive towards hermione harry and stuff like you know i wouldn't go that far i just think he's kind of dumb that's that's his main character trait to me is kind of dumb <laughs> just whatever kinda. josh what kind of kind of dumb person would sacrifice the knight to to save harry's life in wizard chess you know he had he had some uh, good fundamental chess strategy here's here's the thing with ron he missed his entire second year because he couldn't do magic because hogwarts <laughs> failed to supply him with a backup yeah. wand i mean yeah like this is such Hogwarts, a miss from- hogwarts funding is must be severely cut like yeah there like, must be so some big like uh there's no gryffindor legacy scholarship for for all students of their, that are <sighs> all of their funds that were supposed to go to academics were in fact going to quidditch also, Harry couldn't have forked over like ten galleons from his fortune. It, it, it right? the, the interest, the interest in his uh, Gringotts account probably co- at least covered the wand for that year. I know this is this is way messed up. It's a huge miss, and Ron suffers as a result of it, and that's probably yeah. why he's so dumb. Never, never quite recovers. <laughs> yeah, he, he although, got behind the ball, he couldn't ever get back. Although, if that wouldn't have, yeah, I mean, hey, if that wouldn't have happened, would they've would uh, Gilderoy? Lockhart just have um, you know been able to wipe all their mm. memories or whatever you know. So it had to happen because of plot reasons. <laughs> There's a very strong plot device for this this lapse and uh, yeah yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He also has a villain as his as his familiar or his pet, right? <laughs> That's not true. That, not that he knows, but <laughs> yeah, that was a miss by the whole Weasley family. Let's not recognize that. <laughs> Big L, man. Big L. <laughs> this rat has been alive for a while. Also, Fred and George just, you know, have the have the Marauder map and seeing Peter Brenniger just sleeping by Ron every night. <laughs> so yeah, that, wasn't there some explanation for that? I can't I remember so. what. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I I, I don't want to just on Harry Potter because I do. Yeah, love it's a great series. The plot is uh, there, there's some holes if you really want to get into it, but yeah. So well, even if you just okay. Uh, Final Fool 
is uh, called a fool by none other than uh, Gandalf. Peregrine mm. of a took. <laughs> nice. And so yeah. So Pippin, uh, or no, Mary. It's Mary. Wait, who is it? Uh, well, Pippin. It, no, it's Pippin. Pippin. Peregrine took. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pippin. Mary. Yeah. Mary is like Mary Brandon. Mary a doc. Meridoc Brandy. Brandy, Brandy Bucket or something. Yeah, like Brandy that. Buck, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Brandy Buck. Yeah. Yeah. But Pippin is a took. And so, right. So, yes. Pippin is my fool. That guy. And I mean, either would have been acceptable. Yes. Or the same character. Well, they do different things, but yeah. But again, just again, kind of some comic relief shuffled in there. They do do important, or he does important things, but also, you know, um, is mostly there to kind of mess things up, slash, stumble into success, slash, uh, be just a good-hearted person, and make our uh, leading characters. Like- what are you so- talking about? He freaking saves Gondor. Also, I'm just gonna say, didn't Gandalf call everybody a fool's fool when he was like, "Run, fly, you fools, oh, fly, fly, you fools. fly yeah. you fools," is the quote. Okay, whatever. I was focused on the fool's part. All right, <laughs> fine. You guys, okay, fine. However, I that is my uh, that is my final it's a good fool. Pick. It's a solid pick. Yeah, yeah. I, I like my top three. All right, Stephen, hit, hit us with yeah. yours. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I have a I have a list here. I was trying to come up with like a themed list in the in the way that you guys had yours themed together. I'm not sure uh, I had the theme behind. Well, mine. Ryan, I had Ron Weasley, Jar Jar Binks, and and. <laughs> Pippin. <laughs> uh, I, two, two, I, okay, I'll explain afterwards in the honorable mention. So I'm, I'm just going to have to kind of go for a few other ones. Okay. Uh, I just read Alloy of Law, and I think that Wayne is a good Ooh, fool. That's a great fool. I was thinking yeah. Wayne, but, but Wayne's pretty smart too. Yeah, but his character is, you know, like his, his facade yeah. is, is being foolish. A, a lot of them are, a lot of them are, a They're lot of the characters smart, yeah. I said are actually are smart. pretty smart. Yeah. Yeah, but that was your that was your kind of thing. Uh, yeah. Okay. Good. Good call. Good call. Yeah. I was afraid I would get called out by you, Stephen, if I if I went with him. So I no no no. There. Yeah. You can you can explain it away however you okay. want, and uh, obviously my explanation is, is going to be awesome. <laughs> uh, whereas yours, you know, may have been full of holes, and I would have called you out on it. <laughs> but uh, I, I I did just reread Olive Law. And I, I've only read Era 2, Mistborn, once, and it was years ago when they first came out. And you guys know this, but I didn't, I didn't really love Era 2 too much. And part of it was because I thought Wax and Wayne were just like big cringe characters. Uh, but after reading Olive Law, I liked it a lot better. And Sanderson's humor doesn't always land for me, but there were some parts where I was laughing and I thought it was much better. And so I don't know what happened the first time I read it. Maybe I was just real depressed during that period of my life. <laughs> it's very possible that was true. But uh I liked it a lot better. So we'll see what happens with Shadows of Self in my reread and Bands of Morning. But uh, Wayne is a good character right now. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Character fool number two. I'm going to go. Okay. There's no theme here, uh, unfortunately. Uh, but my my fool number two is going to be Waldo Butters from Dresden Files. Oh, I was trying to think of somebody from, great, from Dresden. Great pick. Yeah. Great yeah. Pick. And and again, you know, he's not like totally an incompetent fool. Um, and as you get further in, he does some pretty cool things. Uh, but, you know, when Dresden first meets him, he's kind of this bumbling dude who can't do much. And he, he provides a lot of comic relief and has some great moments throughout. And 
and uh, he's a nice compliment to Dresden. I think he's well, and plus all the like a lot of the cool things that he does are a result of kind of like a bumbling action, you know. It's yeah, right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he stumbles into awesomeness. That's a good way to put it. I like that. Stumbles into awesomeness. Okay, uh, number one fool. This okay. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go for it. This is a little dark, and uh, I guess this is going to contain some spoilers for the first book of A Song of Ice and Fire. But like, come on, at, at this point, if you haven't read a Game of Thrones, like you know that was years ago. So I'm just gonna go for it. But uh, my number one fool is Ned Stark because <laughs> Rip, man, man. Rip. yeah, it's it's a little dark. But come on, the book sets him up. It the book does this masterfully. And it's a really cool way. It really subverts a lot of stuff, but sets it up to be like, okay, here's this knight in shining armor hero guy is going to go in and expose all the evil things that are going to, that have been happening. And he's going to, you know, take care of it, uh, of all the problems for House Stark. And he goes in there and he gets in way too deep, doesn't know what he's doing. And uh, ultimately just gets killed by this crazy child King, which is a really, you know, bad way to go. But uh, it's a little dark. I told you it was dark, but uh, a lot of foolish behavior there. Unfortunately, Rob Stark kind of inherited that too. Yeah. I just watched The Eternals, which uh, Rob Stark is in. I hadn't seen The Eternals before. Also, another movie that was maybe made by some fools. I don't know. That movie was not great. I haven't seen it yet because I've heard that. Yeah. I don't know. It wasn't terrible. That was probably a little harsh. That that was probably a little harsh. It wasn't terrible, but definitely not as good as the the usual Marvel standard, you know? Definitely not. It's definitely on my... Okay, I take it. I apologize if you're associated with the movie. You're not fools. I'm pretty sure the the director won an Oscar. Oh, that's what we did. No, 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 not for Eternals, but before. Also, we forgot that in our in our news segment. (laughs) Wilson, the slapper across the The, across the memosphere. Across the memosphere. (laughs) I mean, I wish that was fantasy and not reality. Oh my gosh. Lots of fantasy memes made, lots of creme posting memes as a result. My brother's 1,000%. That makes me believe it's more real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that particular brother believes a lot of things are fake. <laughs> All right, so uh, honorable, honorable mentions before we diss uh, the Robinson family too much. <laughs> I, I was going to um, go with Leo Dan Brock. From... That's okay. That was going to be, I'll let you continue, but that was going to be part of my attempted themed uh, entry. Yeah. He was... <laughs> Wait, wait, Pretty... we can't do spoilers for that, though, because I think I know the theme that you're going with, Stephen. No, no, I'm not going to spoil. Oh, okay. He was just foolish. He had some foolish actions where you're like, man, mm, I just want to smack you. Yeah. And another honorable mention I had from, uh, you haven't gotten to this, it was also Malazan. His name's Tehol Bedict. He's a character later on in the mm. series. Um and he's a pretty funny character. He's, he's kind of in the same, same or very similar, I should say, as uh, Iskral Pust and Krupa. Okay. Um, and and um, another honorable mention, if I was going to go with Dresden Files, I was going to pick uh, Detective Rudy because that guy is just a fool in a lot yeah. of ways. The I want to smack you category. Yeah. yeah. I, I was, was going to go, I was going to add in Gowan, Trickhand, from Wheel oh. of Time into the I want to smack you category. Cool. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't have a third one. So yeah, Detective Rudy would have been a good one. Rudolph. For Wheel of Time, I thought about Matt. Matt's kind of a fool. Yeah, sometimes. Matt. I, I did have Matt written down. Like, yeah. But 
he's always it always kind of works out for him because he's like i think that i think the best part was when he like went to save all the girls and they're like what are you doing here we don't need your help right <laughs> they put him in the i want to smack you category yeah. <laughs> i have a i have two two down from dresden files Toot toot the fairy oh toot toot oh toot yeah. yes yes our resident pizza fan oh yeah i just hear james marster's toot toot voice whenever you whenever you say that that's gotta be his most committed voice in the whole yeah narration what else do you guys have any more i have i i could keep on going i have a couple more go for it i don't have any more i have uh from stormlight archive pattern pattern yeah our our favorite awkward spren yep the spren that just points out awkward things that humans do it's a good that's very funny yeah. yeah he's got some 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 of the funniest sanderson humor in my opinion from pattern yeah i don't know I, pattern humor sometimes doesn't land for me just yeah. because i yeah i feel like a character needs to have some some multiple dimensions in order to pull off being funny you know kind of like wayne like wayne's pretty funny but he also has like these deeper dimensions to him yeah, I don't know. Pattern has some has some other dimensions to him, kind of like the risk he takes. And... Yeah, that's true. Mm. He also just has a lot of mathematical dimensions to him too. <laughs> yeah, there's that. Uh, it turns out, turns out, I only have two more. Okay, or Josh, Josh, you had something. No, no, I was just never mind. Go ahead. Okay, more pattern jokes. More pattern jokes. <laughs> uh, from the books of Babel, which. Uh, Maybe you guys yeah. didn't think about that one. Adam Boreas. He's a, he's a good fool. He's a good fool. Yeah. I mean, he's a, he's, he's, a, he's a good character all around, but he's, he's fooling around for most of his time there. And then my last one is, uh, you guys, I don't think you, any of you guys have read Kings of the Wild, huh? I did read Kings of the Wild. And oh, you did? I did. It was about a year. Uh, it was oh. about a year before you guys read it for the Phantology Book Club. Oh, okay. uh, and from based on your reactions, I had a less favorable opinion of it than most. Oh, other you didn't. People did. Oh, you didn't like it as much. Oh, yeah. We read it for our, our book club on Discord last month, I think in March. And we all really liked it. I'm surprised you didn't like it. I thought it was pretty funny. Hmm. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I honestly don't remember much about it, even to begin with, which is kind of crazy because I didn't read it that long ago. OK, well, uh dang but i liked it and uh the fool from that book that i liked was uh was moog the wizard fool guy a lot of i mean most of the characters provide some comic relief um but if you're not ryan and you're looking for your next fantasy series i would recommend kings of the wild uh and and it's got a sequel that i plan on reading soon it's interesting what's notable is all the series that didn't have anything on here like we had a lot of sanderson fools but like I mean, I guess he had Leo, but we didn't really have anything from like Joe Abercrombie. I guess it just kind of tells you something about like the style of writing. Also, like nothing from uh-huh. like Red Rising or from like, uh, oh, what's that other uh, book that has really e- like evil characters as the center point that we read? Broken Empire. Broken Empire. Yeah. Mm. You know, it's just some of these these tones just kind uh-huh. of don't permit for for fools. Well, Abercrombie has a lot of foolish characters. Like the undertone to most of the things he's writing is like, all of these people are idiots and no one knows what they're doing. But yeah, but that's the thing. It's more it's more dark than you would want to have in a typically foolish character. Yeah, because you know, most most of the time, a foolish character is a fool. But 
yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard to explain. Like a lot of times, the, a lot of times the essence of a fool is that they're self aware, right? Like Wayne is very self aware. Like you have a self aware character that you you feel comfortable calling them a fool because they they kind of take upon themselves that persona. Or like the Ron Weasley character is still kind of falls into doing the correct thing, even though he doesn't really know what it is he's doing and makes a lot of mistakes type thing. But, but that's not going to happen with Abercrombie because yeah, the, their the, mistakes the, would lead them to death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. It, serendipitous things are not going to happen. Yeah. In, in that type of book. Uh, one book or one, one character I just thought of uh, it's kind of another Sanderson book, Mbot from. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Star, oh, yeah. sure, uh, yeah. What's the, the series called? The Sky, Skyward, the Skyward books, Skyward. the side, the side overs. Yeah, yeah, that's a cool one. Yeah, again, Sander, I guess we've discovered that Sanderson is very. He enjoys putting these types of characters in his books. Shout out to uh, Ben and Ryan's shirts. I think that Dad from Bluey would be a uh, <laughs> a fool, a foolish character. He's kind of there to get. Uh, kind of kicked around by his kids but is very good hearted and loves them shout out to dad from bluey there you go all the dads who have good dad jokes and to bring it full circle he also figures prominently in our our stash place he he made an appearance (laughs) he does oh yeah bingo is on there for a while too i don't know if he's still there anymore bingo is a is a female dog oh she yeah (laughs) sorry and it's not the uh, correct uh, term for that (laughs) Josh is the fool. Apparently, Bluey is more of a phenomenon than I'm than I'm aware of. I need to get into it. It's pretty good. I'm surprised Coco Melon isn't on our place. Coco Melon is the worst, and I think all parents agree. I don't know. It's a necessary evil. Yeah, exactly. Keeps my kids entertained. All right. At this point, now that we've devolved into our personal lives, it's probably time to stop boring our listeners. So if you're interested in playing along with us this month um, and you have some great fools that we have not covered or you want to you know, recombine some things that we've put into your own list of top three, then follow us on Twitter and uh, watch for an announcement coming soon. We're going to kick this off in the next few days. We will do a bracket style thing, March Madness style Uh, tournament and then we will have an ultimate winner at the end of the month and they will win eternal glory nice yes definitely worth playing that's a lot on the line man if if it's eternal glory i should have i should have thought more about my picks Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just kidding i regret nothing ryan i figured that you would have golem on your list for sure (laughs) i'll never be able to live that down nor would i want to all right. Awesome. Thank you, uh, Ben, Josh, and Ryan for joining me. Uh, good luck to all of our listeners with their fools, and we'll see you guys later. Yeah.